bad. There's a tiny baby star swaddled and sleeping, protected by a Martian on the misty island near Parasol Village. They just don't teach you these things in boating school. Our aerial approach worked, and Mikey didn't drop me. Hunter! <laughs> but I dropped Seely instead. On the island, we met Spudnik. He's an alien Pokemon who protects Jirachi and the Shrine of Wishes. We kind of just fell into that one. We wooed him with song and chocolate, and Spudnik actually helped us out a lot. He told us about Ika's grandma, the power of wishing stars, and the best part! He helped Tarzan get cleansed, so he's not a shadow Pokemon anymore! Definitely a night to remember. But I'm 10, and it's like super late, so we're gonna get off this island now. Good night, Dad. But Nick out there watching the little baby star someday will return to you and get our wishing star. Dun 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 dun. Spudnik out there reading all of our minds. Wow, I went into my mix there. <laughs> I didn't want to, but I had to. <laughs> Off in the distance, you hear. Very good. Mm-mm. Yelling after you as I think that you're not that far away from the shrine yet, <laughs> no. but you just started singing. He wipes all the memories unless he is your friend. Spunnick. I am applauding. I swear to protect you till I die. Oh. I know that's a lot of commitment, but you're doing the same thing for the shrine. I'm still far away, but I am still applauding. (laughs) Wow, when you hear the little potato hands clap together, it's nice. Little pebbles falling. (laughs) (laughs) We're back. We are back, I hope you know what song that is, guys. You better. I hope if so. If you haven't, if your child doesn't know what song that is, you guys got to find a VHS tape. You got to sit down and get some quality time. Because ah, it's a classic. Truly, truly a classic. Okay, so. Also, I can sing it better than that, but just let it be, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just let it be a thing, okay? I love that you needed to clarify. I, I mean, the mix was a little shrieky for myself. But for Pearl, that's that's her best. True. So with that, uh, you all are walking away from the shrine, and you are heading back toward Parasol Village? Question mark? Do you want to walk around the island at all? So, like, you're in the middle of it right now, and Parasol Village is back to the north across the lake. I feel like we walk a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. Kind of just, you know, getting our distance after I belt it out. Right, right. Mix it out. For sure. And I feel, Luca, Luca. Yeah. Do you hear that? What? What? What do you mean? Silly. Do you hear that? It's a tiny little Eevee crying for a Pokemon trainer. Let's go! I want to catch that Eevee so bad. <laughs> Great. <laughs> 
so you're going to uh, make your way through the forest to uh, go to the lake shore here on this island so that you can try to nab this Eevee. She's running. <laughs> nice. Well, as you are going along your way, go ahead and first off. Grab my dice? Yes. <laughs> uh, well, no, I was going to say roll perception, but uh, I forget sometimes that your passive is like 20. Let so, it be. Uh, I will say that as you are running that way, you do notice that there are some pools of water around the place, you know, amongst the roots of the trees and stuff. These these ancient, tall, tall trees. Uh, and you do also hear the sounds of movement around in the trees and in the underbrush and everything as you're walking around. And as you're making your way there, you see that if you take a second to look in those pools of water, it seems as though they are deeper than they might be uh, just on first glance. I'll just go ahead and give you that with your passive because it's very high. Ooh, underground city of water underneath there. You just noticed that as you were on your way to the shore. Do with that what you will. Every little rustle of a branch, she's like, oh, Evie, come out. I know where I'm meant to be. <laughs> While you're on your way there, though, uh, and as you are making a fair amount of noise, go ahead and roll a D100. Gladly. Making a fair amount of noise? What a gracious DM you are. 41. With a 41, who is your active Pokemon right now? Uh, we'll have it be Oscar, Trash Boy. All right, Trash Boy. Trash Man. Trash Man, the Mushroom <laughs> Velociraptor, is out and about right now. I think that he's big enough now that you could technically ride him. What? I think he's big enough. Let oh, me double check. Oh, no. Can we make it not so? I like him as a tiny little mini velociraptor, but Pearl is short for her age, so. Oh, never mind. It's only three feet tall. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, I mean, Pearl definitely is short for her age, so she does. She's like, wow, this is a lot for me. So, Oscar, the trash man, the mushroom velociraptor, is out right now. I had thought that maybe he was big enough for you to ride, but upon uh, rechecking, he is only still, you know, just under four feet tall, so he's not too big. Lem. <laughs> but so he's uh, running along beside you. So as you all are running through this ancient forest, you do note that uh, outside of the shrine, it does seem like there are still some other rock formations and things. And some of them also, you know, have more of these runes and things carved on them, other stuff like that. It seems like this entire island uh, has some amount of this, this history of whatever this shrine is, of whatever's happening here. And as you all are making your way along, you find uh, another little zone where there are a fair amount of rocks and things. And I think that you maybe pause for a moment to take a look at one of them that, that sticks out to you. Uh, it almost seems statuesque. And as you come close to it, uh, you see that there are these, you know, intricate carving, like, rune-looking things on it. And as you approach, they begin to glow. Whoa! And this statue thing begins to move. Whoa! And it jumps forth at you. What? Roll initiative! Oh, my gosh! <laughs> she was about to say, ah, Aaron would love this. <laughs> that is a 15. Come at me, statue. 15. This creature rolled a 7. So then, with that, Pearl, you will go first as this uh, blue, stony-looking creature uh, that I think that what happens is you see this uh, this one sort of geometric, swirly-looking rune uh, on its bluish stone body begins to glow, and so you jump back before it sort of lunges forth at you, and you are able to uh, not be surprised by it or take <laughs> it off guard. Take that, Rock. Um, I would like to scan it with my Pokedex. Ooh, okay. If I ever caught this, Pokemon, whatever it is, because I don't know what it is, I would name it Tony Stark. 
Sorry if that's lame, y'all, but that's just my first gut instinct. And I go with those gut instincts. You scan this Pokemon with your Pokedex. It says, Golet, the automaton Pokemon. These Pokemon are thought to have been created by the science of an ancient and mysterious civilization. What? Oh, man. What if this is Sputnik's, like, one friend? We're going to battle him. <laughs> Ooh, this guy's really cool. I like him. All right, Oscar. Let's uh, try to do something with this rock. Don't think it's going to be effective because you're a very grassy boy. Ooh, but you can try one of your new fighting moves now. Okay, Oscar. This is a new one, and it's a bonus action. Much, much punch. Macha punch. Mock punch? Yeah, macha macha. Okay, roll to hit. 18. 18. So, Breloom lunges forth to hit uh, this rocky Pokemon, and as it makes contact, the mock punch from this Velociraptor arm passes through this Pokemon. It is immune to fighting type moves. Oh, man. Cool, 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 cool. As its rocky surface seems to almost phase out of existence for a moment. Well, that move was new on our defense. Okay, so that was a bonus action. Let's try... Well, um, whoops, I just realized Pokedex a bonus action, but it's fine. We'll just move on. Oh. You're fine. We can make that my real action. Ah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Let's try Mega Drain. Okay, cool. Roll the hip. Uh, Only a 12. A 12 will just barely, barely miss. Uh, as I think that Oscar is thrown off after that punch that should have landed uh, seems to pass through this creature as, as he's like, that should have worked. And then goes to hit with that mega drain, but it does not connect as it just barely ducks out of the way. It is then the Golet's turn. Golet is going to... Stomp us, pulverize us, make us little pebbles. The Golet is going to use Shadow Punch. Oh no. Pearl yells, Spudnik, is this one of your friends? That is only a two. Ha <laughs> ha Oh, just kidding. It's guaranteed to hit. Ha <laughs> ha. Say what now? That's right. That's cool. It's guaranteed to hit. That is five points of ghost damage as an impromptu boxing match has apparently started <laughs> between these two Pokemon. Cool. I do kind of like this thing, guys. <laughs> okay. That is the Golet's turn as Oscar straightens his bolo tie. Okay, okay. We're keeping it classy, keeping it trashy. Let's try Mega Drain again. Cool. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20 will hit. That's Roll that right. damage. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, my. <laughs> 23. 23? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Um, 23 doubled to 46. No, I liked this thing. Points. <gasps> Bummer. Of grass damage uh, will one hit KO. <laughs> the Golet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, wowza. Wow. Do you, as it just, uh, I think it just tries to run. I think it just tries to run away as it is KO'd. Do you want to try to catch it at disadvantage? I will, yeah. I will use a normal Pokeball. Okay. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. The trash man. Actually, you know what? I'm going to use a great ball. Okay. I really like this thing, actually. I'm shocked at how much I like this thing. So that's a 17. Cool. So you throw this great ball after this uh, ghostly rocky statue. And as you throw it, uh, it makes contact with the golet and sucks it up into the great ball, which falls in between some roots next to a very large tree. 
this great ball shakes once. <gasps> it shakes twice. Come on! It shakes a third Come time. Come on! I actually really like this thing! It holds on for a second, and then it clicks. That's our meatball! As the DC was 16, so you oh barely... Oh my gosh. Barely squeaked it in there. Nice job using that great ball. Oscar! Lem. You are filthy! Prelude. Great job, trash man! <laughs> Luca, did you see that? He's terrifying now. This is a this is a terror mushroom. <laughs> oh wow! She runs over, picks up the pokeball. Yep. I didn't expect to get this guy, but I really like him. And and he makes me think of this one, these two superhero comics that I used to read, Luca. Uh -huh. And I think I want to name him. I'm gonna name him Starkner. Starkner. It's Tony Stark and Bruce Banner together. <laughs> Starkner. Got it. <laughs> yeah, because the little glowy thing, that's Iron Man. Right. But then looking at him, I'm like, oh, but he's also so Bruce Banner he's style. He's kind of kind of hulky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Starkner. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. All right. You have caught Starkner. Woo! That was fun. Ah, feels nice. Wow. That Mega Drain was huge. That was scary. That was... <laughs> I'm scared as a, as a player. I'm scared of the power of Oscar. That sheer power is uh, truly, truly frightening. But yeah. with that, you have you have now uh, caught a Golet, this fun and funky Ooh, ground ghost type Pokemon. I really like that one. And uh, with that, you can continue on your way. <laughs> hey, Luca, Luca. Yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up? Somewhere. Saying, Pearl, where are you? <gasps> Do you hear it? Do you hear it? Do you hear it? I hear you, so yes. Oh, Evie! And she starts just prancing through these woods. She's having the time of her life. <laughs> She's loving it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, as you're now prancing, jumping over puddles and uh, kind of swinging for branches as you're heading toward the shore in search of this Evie, roll another D100. Uh, 14. With a 14, as you are making your way along, skipping and hopping and jumping, I think that you jump over a puddle and you see that inside of it, there is, you know this because you've caught Shavakadu before, there's a Magikarp. Oh, cool. You see it like look up at you and it thinks about like, as you jumped over the puddle, it like kind of popped up and then it's, it realizes that it can't really do anything as it's in this tiny puddle. But you do find it strange, uh, once again, that there's a Magikarp in this small, what what from the surface looks like a puddle, but somehow there's there's a fish that lives in here. Luca? Yeah, what's up? Luca? What? Luca? Yes. We're not on an island. What are you talking about? This island is not real. Wait, what do you mean? This ground, this ground is not real ground. And she starts to smack the ground. The ground feels real. Make a make an intelligence check. I think we're floating on something. I think this is the ocean. I think this puddle is the ocean. We're we're floating. What you got? That one. The island is not real. <laughs> you guys, this island is not real. And she starts just throwing like sticks on the ground. Whoa! And she puts her hand in the water. It's obviously an illusion. Luca, Luca, put your hands in this water. It's not real water. 
Wait, no, 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 no. The water's real. The ground's not real. <laughs> As you put your hand down in the water, the Magikarp takes umbrage to this. <laughs> and it rolled a nat 20. What? The Magikarp... Beats me up? <laughs> smacks you with ah. a tackle. <laughs> that was... 20 points of damage! Can you please? From a crit. Oh my goodness! This Magikarp says, Go, go! And smack. I think you go flying back out of the pool. Oh, I cannot wait for this sound effect of a fish getting. <laughs> pearls getting slapped in the face with a fish. A wet fish slap. Oh, oh my gosh. Look, I think my jaw is dislocated. Oh, oh, are you. Are you alright? Look, I finally have a black eye like you now. Oh, but I don't want that. It's gonna be fine. Has, <laughs> has any okay adult moment here? Has anybody watched the movie Tommy Boy oh after uh, Tommy gets hit with a wooden plank and he asks Richard, "How does my face look? It's not here. It's not here, but it's right here." <laughs> That's how Pearl feels right now. Oh my gosh. I think that as the Magikarp has made an aggressive move towards you, Oscar has... Oh, Oscar's upset. Oh, yeah. Roll Oscar's, initiative. Yeah, Oscar's very upset. <laughs> but Oscar also wonders if the ground is real. So we just rolled a three. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he's like, ner Oscar's nervous as he steps up. That is so funny. Oh, don't worry, buddy. You got it. You got it, Oscar. I think that Oscar is all in with your theory and is like looking around and is still not sure. Is the Magikarp real? He will soon find out that it is in fact real. That's a natural 15. Good thing you're floating on the above the ground, Oscar, in case the floor falls down underneath us. Oh my gosh. What's Oscar's AC again? Oscar's AC is 15. Okay, so that's an unnatural 20, so it does hit. Mercy. Have you ever heard Curiosity got the cat? Well, Curiosity gets you a slap on the face from a fish in this podcast. Oh, my gosh. Oscar <laughs> takes 10 points of damage Ouch. as the Magikarp hops out of the air with a splash and then with a flip of the tail, uh, hits him with a tackle Okay. and plops back into the water. It's Oscar's turn. Oh, Oscar is going to do a me Mega Drain and then a Matcha Punch. Hit that Mega Drain first. 20... Hits. Five hits. <laughs> the Magikarp. And then the Ma Punch was a 21. Cool. You're probably not going to need to do the Mach Punch. <laughs> okay. Probably not. Oh, well, I don't know. Uh, 10 on Mega Drain. That's with the big root? Yeah. Yeah, I rolled low. And Ma Punch is a six. So 26 points of damage. Cool. So Oscar definitely gets back whatever HP he just lost. But then the Magikarp is still up and is going to retaliate with another fish slap. That one's that that's that's right though. Also that one was, for those Oscar, they're really painful. That was a, a four, so a total of nine will still not <laughs> do it. Luca, do I need to go to the dentist? Do I still have all my teeth? Oh geez, let me look. Let me Yeah, you got your teeth, but ooh, that there's some swelling in the facial region. <laughs> 
back from this island and Pearl's gonna be like as as plump as a grape and blue as a blueberry. Oh my god! And they're gonna be like, whatever happens on that island, I still don't want to know. I don't want to go to there. <laughs> okay, um, we're gonna do another Mega Drain and a Mop Punch if we need it. 18 to hit. Hits a fish. Hits a fish. Uh, 17 points of damage. Yeah, okay, 17. Oscar sips and slorps. Uh, 17 points, doubled to 34, uh, which is more than enough to KO the Magikarp as it swims away. Little gold bunny. I hope the audience can genuinely understand what I'm saying. Oh my God. <laughs> Luca, Luca. Yeah. Nothing will stop me from finding this easy. <laughs> Not even land itself. Somewhere out there, there's a dentist looking for me. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Haley. Can you just do me a favor? Can you give me another slap really quick? Because I think it's going to put my jaw back in line. Trust me on this one. I feel good about it. Ah, okay, great. My jaw's back. <laughs> I'm still super tender, but at least that extra little fishy slap, oh, you know, the blubber really helped get the jaw back in line. Oh, Lord. Happens all the time. Lord. Hashtag cartoon injuries. Onward! <laughs> your, your Tom and Jerry injury. Hey, at least we stuck to the bit longer than some of those cartoons. True, 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 true. You know, doesn't it bother you guys when it's like big explosion, the fizz of the hair and everything, and then the next frame, they're like, oh, I have my sparkly fur coat back, you oh know? Oh my gosh. So, anyway. I cannot believe that that magic card <laughs> whopped me. Gosh. Okay. So, oh, Evie! <laughs> With that, you have uh, strolled your way back to the lake shore. Go ahead and make a survival check to to still stay on the land. Well, to try to fake land, huh? Well, I will say you you watched the Magikarp swim away, and it did look like it swam down a sort of tunnel. What is happening? I gotta check that out. (laughs) Oofa doofa six six yeah. We're doing great. Is Oscar proficient with survival? Yeah. So you get advantage. Oh, okay, cool. I sure could use it. Ah, there we go. 19. 19. With the 19, uh, you are able to, in the sand, I I think that at first you start looking and you're a little bit too close to the water. Uh, You certainly do go back to the spot where you saw the Eevee originally from up above. Uh, It is not there anymore, but you're struggling to look around for a minute, see if you can find it. But then... Oscar actually picks up the trail. He says, and you can see that there are little Eevee footsteps heading away. And so you follow those footprints and they head back toward the forest a little bit. And Nice job, Oscar. Hey, hold on, Oscar. One second. As we start to follow. Okay. I would like to attempt to get on Oscar's shoulders and see if I still float. If the bolo tie of floating keeps him afloat still if I'm on his shoulders? Ah, yes. Since this whole time, he's still been floating. But also, you know, the ground is not the ground in her mind. Oh, my gosh. So let's see if I can do a little, you know, shoulder, you know, chicken um, piggyback ride. Uh, Oh, my gosh. He is three feet now. He's almost four feet. He's 3'11". Okay, Oscar, trust me. Trust me, you've grown. Them. He looks completely neutral as you climb on his back. 
<laughs> he hates it. I know he does. <laughs> <laughs> but as you climb on, uh, he's still floating. Oh my gosh, this is perfect. Onward, my little velociraptor. He's like, he's not really, really mount-sized, but he's he's like you're riding a carousel kind of size. Yes. Not even the earth will stop me from catching you, Evie. I'm also really glad I'm working so hard to get this, Evie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so funny. I tap on his little garbage pail. Bum, ba, dun, dun, dun. Ride! <laughs> the garbage pail. <laughs> his little lid. So you start heading that way, following the footprints of this Evie. How are you proceeding? Are you just busting up in there? We are stealthy as the night because even if Pearl isn't stealthy, we're not. We're floating off the ground, so how can we make sound? Oh, my gosh. Go ahead and roll stealth. Thank you. Eleven. We're doing the remix now on the on top of the garbage pail. And Evie's Softly playing on the garbage lid. Yeah. <laughs> so, floating after this Evie, following the footprints, uh, Luca is following behind as you are floating on Oscar. As you feel like you're maybe getting closer, you lighten up on tapping on the garbage pail. And you all head into the forest once more. And uh, fairly close to the shore still, you do see, uh, as you approach, uh, you come around a tree and near one of these pools, you see this Eevee. Does it notice us? As soon as you all come around the side of the tree, it seems as though it was not aware of you, but it rolled an 11 on its perception. Ah. So as you come into the area, booth. We've meet eyes. We, we, we instantly lock eyes immediately with this evening. I just go, hi, Evie. <gasps> Roll initiative. Yes. <laughs> 12. That's going to be a, a big 19. Oh, for my the gosh. I want, I want, I want. Ooh, okay. With that, the Evie goes first. It's going to quick attack and then going to try to mug Breloom. Mug. <laughs> I can't not think of Covet as mugging, <laughs> thanks to Chev. Chevalier. That's only an 11 for the quick attack. Wow, and that's only an 8 for the Covet, so both miss. Okay. As the Eevee leaps over this little puddle and Ooh. goes to uh, try to get Breloom, but Breloom uh, levitates out of the way. Oh my gosh, it's adorable. I just want to pet it. <laughs> okay, okay, I see. I see what you're up to. We're going to do Mega Drain and Matcha Punch. 16 for Mega Drain. 16 hits. 17 points of damage. Oh, wowza. All right. Matcha Punch coming at you. Wowza. These dice are hot from Dice Envy right now. 22. Okay. Uh, seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. Doubled to 14 as it oh, is super effective. Oh my gosh, Pearl, don't KO this thing. Immediately, <gasps> this Eevee is like barely standing. <gasps> I mean, barely. <laughs> in one turn. In one turn. Oscar is so strong. The Eevee looks very bad. Oh, oh! As it was not expecting that. Oh, this poor little critter. It is then the Eevee's turn, who's going to once again try the quick attack and covet. That's a two on quick attack. 
but that's a 16 on Covet. Okay. Ooh, that is 12 points of normal damage against Oscar as the Eevee takes the big root away from him. What? And starts just trying to, like, get away, like, as playful as it can be while also having a very small amount of HP left. But Evie has taken the big root from Oscar. Okay, very, very bold. I love it. Super spicy. You just taking the toy. But not so fast. We are going to throw a great ball. Great ball. Roll. Somewhere out there. She throws the great ball. As this Eevee seems like perhaps it is naughty by nature. (gasps) Perfect. I couldn't ask for anything more. Okay. It is an unnatural 20. An unnatural 20. The Eevee's trying to skip away with the big root, feeling smug about itself (laughs) after uh, still standing from uh, this onslaught of attacks by Oscar the Breloom. But you throw this great ball. The Eevee gets sucked up into it and drops the big root. The Pokeball falls into the water and it floats there for a moment. No, not the ocean! No! She immediately, Pearl starts running to the ball. You run. We're meant to be! You run to the water as the the great ball floats there. As it floats on the surface, it shakes once. Uh, Don't sink. It shakes twice. Don't sink! It shakes a third time. And it clicks. Pearl dives into the pool of water to catch it. <laughs> you dive in. Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> you grab the great ball, <gasps> and you now find yourself in a deep pool of water. Yes! <laughs> You're floating there. <laughs> Wait, I am floating? I mean, you jumped in there. I mean, you, you, you've you got oh, to I'm tread water. because it's the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's water, so yes. <laughs> okay, guys. The, the water feels fine over here. <laughs> Or, or, or? Yeah, you'd love it. Or, 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 or. Celie immediately jumps in. Yes. She's like psyched to swim. Celie C- hops in there. She's like, finally, <laughs> I've been waiting this whole time to just get in the water. Finally. Ooh. We didn't swim here. <laughs> so now I could get in the water. Oh, sweet Celie. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that was amazing. Way to go, Oscar. Lim. I'm so excited, Luca, to have an Eevee. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Did you see that little rascal? Seemed like it was really, really, you know, a little, little naughty. Yeah. I think maybe Rascal is actually kind of a good name. Oh, Rascal. Yeah. I like it. Is it a girl or a boy? It's a girl. Oh, I like Rascal for her. Yeah. Let me think on it. I'm not totally nailed down. Maybe this is when we finally... Okay. Pearl comes in. We, we totally... Slide screen. Hi, all you listeners out there. Now's your chance. If you like Rascal, text 55432 and let me know. Rascal, <laughs> what do you think? The polls are open. <laughs> it's like the American Idol thing back in the day when American Idol was cool. Oh, my gosh. There are no <laughs> other options on the poll other than I know, Rascal. I wish I had some more options. Ah. Do we let the listeners name this Eevee? Uh, well, here's the thing. It's going to be a while before they hear it. Ah. So if you have any plans to use said Eevee anytime soon. But what if we do like an Instagram poll? Like no spoiler alert, but you get to weigh in on a name. Maybe I'll make it a Patreon poll. Yeah. Ah. You should let the Patreons name this Eevee, I think. Oh, what are kids from the sandbox? The movie, the sandbox. The Sandlot? Yeah. Smalls. Smalls isn't right. Okay, okay, Wendy. No, that's not right. Um, what about little rascals' names? Darla. 
<laughs> okay, here are the naming options. <clears throat> Hi, it's me, Pearl. Text 5522178-POKEY-POKEY to give your vote now. Do you want Rascal, Darla, or Spanky? <laughs> For our sweet new little Evie. Oh my god. Get gosh. your votes in now. You get to decide, so don't take this lightly. I love them all. Oh my god. All gosh. right, guys, I leave it in your hands. Great. So that's obviously there's a theme. <laughs> that's so funny. So uh, by the time this episode comes out, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make this a, a poll for the Patreon. People. Okay. Uh, so by the time this comes out, we will know what this Eevee is called. And I'll put it in the uh, I'll put it in the mid roll in the mid show announcements. I will uh, reveal the name of this Eevee, what her name will be. I already kind of know which evolution I want to just FYI, guys, but I'm not going to tell you. Powerful. <laughs> The screen slides back. Back on the island. Ah, the water's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Luca, why do you think the, the earth is not the earth here? Do you think Spudnik messed with it? Pearl, I'm pretty sure that the, the ground does exist. Did I buy that sm snorkeling kit? You bought a rebreather. Ooh. Did Luca buy a rebreather? Yeah, he's got one. Okay. Do you want to go exploring? Yeah, we could go uh, underwater spelanking. <gasps> sure. Ooh, I love it. What a great day. And um, she pops in her rebreather and she goes, Seely, you ready? Order, order. Hey, Oscar. Them. Thanks for letting me float and not die from this ocean. Them. And she puts him back in the Pokeball. Cool. Oscar's back in the ball. Back in the ball. Cool beans. So then with that, uh, I think that you guys probably changed into, I don't remember if we specified or not, but probably some more lake-friendly clothes. I know that Luke is not wearing his leather jacket underwater or anything oh, like that. I feel that. like, and, and tell me if this is a bad idea. Ah. I feel like we went straight up Peter Pan on this, and we were in our PJs, and we flew across London town in our PJs, and I was the little kid with the, the teddy bear in his hand, and it's just that little whatever old-fashioned nightgown Oh my PJs. gosh. My nap queen uniform. I could change now, though. Yeah, I think I think change okay. now. You put the other ones in your bag sure. if you want to. You could also stay in your PJs. I just know. I think that Luca, if y'all were like, we're going to the lake, he, he probably, probably changed. did that. Yeah, he probably thought ahead. But but Pearl, no, she went straight PJs, flying over Neverland. Ah. But yeah, no, I will change now into like clothes. Nice. He's in like some Sharpedo swim trunks. Cool. <laughs> and a tank top. Me and Celia have matching striped bathing suits. Of course you do. Like old-timey yeah, ones? Yeah, 1,000%. Absolutely. I mean, it pretty much just looks like your shirt that yeah. you normally wear, but it's just the, the full one-piece bathing suit now. Mm -hmm. And Celie's got the little, like, old-timey, like, cap, the yeah. swim cap. Yeah. I just give Celie a quick hug. You do? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've been waiting to swim, too. I miss swimming. We're proficient in it. <laughs> You have a swim speed. <laughs> I think that as you hop in there, Luca pops in his rebreather and he actually has two fists out because, hello, swimming. Uh, but Luca, since he also has the swimmer specialty, he also has a swim what? speed. I know, people with water starters. Specialization. Right, 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 right. Ooh. His other one's dark. <laughs> My other one's pyromaniac. <laughs> <laughs> it's like shadow, which makes sense. Sure. <laughs> but a pyromaniac and a shadow go into a room. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
But with that, you all hop into this puddle to see where these tunnels go under this misty aisle. Magic puddles, a.k.a. just the sea. As far as you're concerned. As far as I'm concerned. Again, text 555529340Pokey. What will you pick? Ah, silly. What'd you pick? Order, order, order. I think that's a great choice. Again, I like all the names. Again, your choices are Rascal, Darla, or Spanky. This Eevee, naughty by nature. (laughs) Just like another Eevee from a thousand years ago. (laughs) Harry comes back. He busts into the sign. Yes, much, much like <laughs> Chevalier, renowned Eevee, that then evolved into, well, I won't spoil that part. Who are you? It's me, Harry, from the Dragon's Horde. Oh, hi. Let's go to the mid-show. Okay. No, this is after the mid-show. Ah. We've made it through. This is the last commercial for the mid-show. Well, no, because they already know by now. Because I said I'm going to announce it during the mid-show. This was a pre-pre-mid show. Let's go to the mid show. Do 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 do. Hello, friends. Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. Just a heads up, we know the release schedule is a little wonky right now, and it probably will be through October. Sarah and I are in the process of moving and also just have a lot of stuff going on right now, so I haven't had as much time for editing as I usually do. And obviously, we don't want to rush episodes just for the sake of getting them out. We want to bring you our best. So thank you for your patience and understanding. We'll still do our best to release episodes regularly, but obviously, are they won't be coming out at the exact same time each week but we do have a good number of episodes recorded and in the tank and oh boy we have got some fun stuff coming up I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our fabulous partner, Dice Envy. You should check out their Prestidigitation set. This cantrip may just be a minor magical trick, but in the right mage hands, it can totally change the game. You all know how much Sarah loves her confetti dice, and these have that same tasty flavor. If you're looking to add to your dice hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com QuestCo, or by using promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you would like to give us a boost, please go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. 
You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. And if you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Junior. You can also come hang out with us in our QuestCo Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. Also, speaking of the Patreon, obviously, just before these announcements, we mentioned that we were going to do a Patreon poll to decide the name of Pearl's new Eevee. The patrons have spoken, and she will be named Darla. Thanks so much to everyone who voted. That was a lot of fun, and we are very excited to see more of Darla in future episodes. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that's even more true for independent shows like ours who don't do paid ads anywhere. So please, if you enjoy the show, let other people know. Seriously, this week, just tell one friend who you think would enjoy our shenanigans. And if everybody did that, we'd have so many new people checking out the show. With that said, we'd also love to see you posting about the podcast. If we see you tweeting or posting fan art using hashtag QuestCodeJunior or hashtag PostcardsFromPearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. This is a reminder for some of you and an announcement for others. We've posted about this in the Discord, but I don't think I've actually mentioned it on the show yet. We are planning on recording our next Q&A episode soon, and we would love to answer your questions. This Q&A will mostly cover our story after the Bolette Gym and go all the way through the end of the Marigold Riders arc. But if you've had any more realizations or revelations about those early episodes since the last Q&A, feel free to send those in too. And if you've got questions specifically about Ika and Ricky Jones, you are in luck. We will be bringing in Stu and Adam to chat as well. We look forward to hearing from you, and you can hit us up with those questions on social media or on the Discord. We've got a specific Mordecai's Mailbox channel just for Q&A stuff. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at PodiconGo.com. This week, we want to highlight Amazing Wildlife, an excellent and informative nature podcast. You'll hear their promo at the end of these announcements. I'd like to take a moment to thank the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the songs Video Game Land and Acid Lounge. Thanks to Braxton Burks and Materia Collective for Battle Wild's Pokemon Johto version. Thanks to Glitch X City for Pokemon Tournament Magikarp Festival, but it's kind of 16-bit. Hoenn Dive Remix and Shoal Cave Remix version 2. Thank you to Matthias Hagstrom, Gert, and G-Slicer for the song Casino Lounge. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing... Providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back and see what's happening under this island. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Jr. Take a journey with amazing wildlife as we explore the many creatures found in the world around us. Each episode, the animals are the star as we highlight three species with fun and insightful facts in an audio documentary style presentation. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, as well as our website, AmazingWildlifePodcast.com. Join us for the show dedicated to the wonders of the animal kingdom, Amazing Wildlife.
we come back and we see Pearl. Are you like hanging on to Seely or are you just sort of swimming alongside Seely as you all are making your way down through this underwater tunnel that you're exploring here? She would normally not hang on to Seely, but she actually is a little scared, so she is. Yeah. I think that Luke is probably hanging on to Tufus as well, just as y'all are swimming around through here. But as you all are swimming and everything, uh, you do note that it seems like the tunnel's do go like straight down for a little bit and then it becomes like this this Swiss cheese of like underwater rocks and things as you're making your way through. So which which kind of direction are you trying to swim and everything as you're going around here? I will say that right now you know that you're on like the north side of the island still vaguely from where you followed the Eevee and you were going vaguely toward Parasol. You're still vaguely on the north side of the island and it seems as though you can either kind of go, I mean, really any direction through these Swiss cheese rock tunnels. So my question is, are there pockets of air the way that like the land is? Are there like little pockets where? Like, are there places to come back up? Yeah. It seems as though just doing a little bit of preliminary uh, looking around and everything, go ahead and just make an investigation check. Four. I don't think that you've gone far enough around yet to like see if there are any others that go up to that. I mean, I will say you saw these other puddles around the island, so you can assume whatever you will that maybe they connect, maybe they don't. In her brain, she thinks, I forgot my goggles. I forgot my goggles. There we go. Um... Cool, 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 cool. Well, I think we will go. Is there a current? That's my other question. Mm. I think that there is a current that seems to flow like through it. Uh, the current feels like it's flowing vaguely more toward the middle of the island from where you're at rather than back out toward. Okay, well, I don't know if there's a lot of pockets of air in here, and I don't have a lot of scuba suits, she's thinking, and, and Seely, she she's using her telepathy with Seely. Order, order, order. Yeah, so I think we should just follow the current so that we can explore as much as we can, but not run out of too much energy. What do you think, Seely? <laughs> I live. I think we're just going to follow the current. Make it easy on us. Cool beans. So as you follow the current, uh, it's not like a, a really intense current or anything. It seems more like just kind of the tide and everything. Yeah. It's just that standard flow, uh, but that does seem to be flowing more toward the uh, the middle of this misty aisle. But as you are swimming through the tunnels, who is like your active Pokemon currently? Is it still technically Oscar? Can I make it silly? When we changed out our light clothes? I will say that I think that if you run into any Pokemon and you're underwater, I will let you do a quick roll to see if there is like an air pocket nearby or if that Pokemon would just need to like hold their breath for a second. But you know that like most of these battles are pretty quick. You would probably just need to be careful about like what moves and stuff as being underwater might have some sort of adverse effect potentially. Okay, well, then I think, honestly, I'll probably just keep Oscar. Nice. With that, then, as you are making your way through the tunnels and you are exploring and everything, is there anything in particular that you are, like, looking for? Buried treasure. Buried treasure. Okay. Go ahead. Gems, rubies, floating coins. (laughs) Give me a perception check, then. Tiaras are acceptable as well. 
Wow, we are doing great on just what these normal brain checks are. Ten? <laughs> A ten, okay. Is the floor lava? I don't know. Sure feels like it. So with your 10, uh, as you were just keeping an eye out, I think that you are aware enough of the fact that it seems like with this current that's kind of flowing through here, uh, there's not really a spot where something would kind of just settle on the bottom of the uh, the sea floor, the, the lake floor where you're at here in these caverns. It seems like whatever it would would just kind of be picked along by the current if it wasn't something really big anyway and would just kind of flow along until it got to maybe wherever the current ends. So you've not really come across anything yet. But That's why we're following the current. <laughs> but as you follow the current, go ahead and roll a D100. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. This one scares me now. It was all fun while I had feet. 20? With a 20. As you are flipping and flopping around, swimming through this undercurrent, I think that you probably come to a spot that is relatively close to the surface, you would assume, because swimming around down in here, you see a little yellow duck. <laughs> it rolled just to see if it noticed you. Rubber ducky, I love you. It rolled an eight, so I don't think that it has noticed you yet. It's not like you're making a bunch of noise down here or anything. Sure. So I think that you just see this little duck swimming around. I think we're just going to let it be. You're just going to let it be? I'm not going to disturb nature right now. Great. You okay. you let the duck be. Okay. And you continue on your way as uh, the duck is splishing and splashing. Aw, splish, splash, I was taking a tunnel bath. Um, very late on a Friday night. It was my personal day, and I thought, let's play down by the Sputnik ruins. <laughs> well, I jumped down the ground, and I found the puddle. And good golly, there's lots of tunnels. I was splish splash. I was taking a bath. Boop, boop, boop. See you a little later, ducky. <laughs> You do not uh, eat the Psyduck's experience points. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling it was a Psyduck. <laughs> Sorry for any major Psyduck fans out there. It's not like you have a, a shortage of water types on your team. Valid. As you continue more toward the uh, center of this island uh, in the Swiss cheese-like tunnels, you have a choice. It seems as though... Some of them uh, continue to make their way through, you know, just going under it. And then you see little, you know, pockets going up and down. The more the more that you've swam through here, uh, even with that low investigation from earlier, there is enough uh, area, especially with the moonlight shining down in here, where you, as you're making your way around, you see that there are pop-up points around the island. But as you are going along, you can either kind of stay on that same level uh, that you're in right now. You can go back up toward the top or you can uh, you come across one that lets you go down. I definitely want to go down, but can we go up to the top real quick? Yeah. Great. And we pop up. You splish splash up top and you look around and uh, you see actually you're in the puddle where the Magikarp <laughs> fought you earlier since you're heading back kind of the way that you came. Okay, cool. And we go back down. Cool. You go back down. 
Do you want to continue more toward the center of the island? Go straight down. Let's go straight down. Cool. You go straight down. This goes for a while. It seems like it's quite deep. I had a feeling. Yeah. And then as you make your way down, it goes down and down and down, and it becomes less of like the Swiss cheesiness, and it is more of a singular tunnel for a little bit. Pirate treasure, pirate treasure, pirate treasure. (laughs) As you continue down, you make your way through this tunnel. You go deeper than you really, I think, maybe anticipate. Like, it seems like, okay, this is actually, like, you know, pretty deep tunnel. Uh, As you're making your way through here, uh, it does get very, very dark. I don't like it. It's quite, quite dark down here. Roll a D100. I don't like it. I wish I hadn't rolled what I rolled. What'd you roll? A 94. 94. I wish I hadn't rolled what I rolled. I don't want the 94. Ooh. No! Wow. I don't want the 94. With a 94. No! As you are under the water. (laughs) Pearl, I think that you are highly, highly on edge. Yeah. I think that you're not even swimming independently at this point. I think that you really are just kind of hanging on to Seely and Seely's guiding the way. Clutching. You are so tense right now. And you are going in this tunnel, not knowing. Oh, I'm so scared. Can she see Luca? At this point, no. Oh, I knew that was. Oh, no. You swim through the tunnel. Mm -mm. There are one or two times where I think you maybe bump up against the edge and you are very startled for a moment as as it's like, what's that? You know, what's Mm -hmm. what's going on? Um, you feel uh, maybe at one point a slight tingle uh, against your leg uh, 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 and kick frantically for a moment, but it seems as though it's just some sort of kelp or seagrass or something or other uh, growing along the bottom, uh, perhaps a barnacle or something. You feel like you're swimming up a little bit once again as the tunnel seems to be leading up. You surface. Air bucket, air bucket, air bucket. Ooh, Luca. Luca? Luca? Luca has not surfaced yet. Luca! As you surface, you see that you are not back up above, obviously. You are in some sort of underground cavern, uh, some sort of air pocket that is down here. It is not pitch black as you have uh, come into this area, but you see that there is uh, some like fluorescent sort of uh, mossy algae that is growing along the sides of this little cavern. I really like that. Luca! You're still waiting for Luca to emerge. But you can see that there is a bit of dry land, actually, in the middle of this cavern. And in the faint, faint light of this uh, fluorescent algae moss that is growing along the sides (gasps) of the cavern. Pirate treasure. You see a bit of movement of a a slightly serpentine-looking Pokemon. Shoot me in the foot. Ah! No! No! Oh, gosh, no! I know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. Do you? We'll find out. Ah! Luca, that's very funny. You see this serpentine-looking Pokemon. Luca, that's very funny. Hey, Celie, let's just wait over here by the land. As you go over near the land, it slinks behind uh, a stalagmiter. <sighs> uh, 
seems as though it's maybe trying to hide, but you're still aware of where it's at. Luca, this is so... Oh, gosh. Okay, focus on the pirate treasure, Luca. And she starts to, you know... Luca, Luca, very funny, okay? Let's focus on the pirate treasure, okay? Looking for an X or a, a skull or a booby trap. <laughs> so you're heading over to the land? Yeah, 1,000%. If I was really playing this game, I am death speed swimming to the land. The serpent thing is on the land. What? Yeah. What? It, you saw ew, it over ew, on the land. Ew. It is slunk behind another rock formation, but it I is on it the land. I thought it was in the water. It slinked out of the water uh, as you came in here, and it looks like it is now on the land, trying to elude you, but your perception is very high. Okay, I actually don't know what it is now. Who knows? But for some reason, I feel somewhat more confident about the land. Rather than being yeah. in the, the dark, can't see anything water. Yeah, but now I'm thinking, am I getting myself into a Mario situation where you sit on the land and, oh, the land's not the land. It's a turtle shell. Now you're on top of the T-Rex. <laughs> uh, but I'm still going to go for the land. I think she, she thinks Luca's just messing with her. Cool. Like, just kind of getting her on edge. Slash, she's also trying to be brave, so... You get up onto the land and you start oh, looking around tummy. for a moment. You're still looking for Luca to see where he is. But you also start just perusing the area around there on the land. She's definitely watching, too, though. Like, she's starting to get wary. Great. Where are you going on the land? Like, are you just staying right there on the shore or are you trying to, like, start looking around in this area? It seems as though it has actually opened up into quite a wide cavern here it, where there is some room to look around. Is there any light? Only the light of the uh, fluorescent moss and such. Does my Pokedex have a flashlight? Flashlight feature? Flashlight app? Did I download that ahead of time? I don't think that there's a flashlight app on there. You do have coconut. Oh! Okay, I'm going to make coconut my active Pokemon. Okay, and essentially coconut will use flash. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Coco. Yeah. Click, click. We're looking for buried treasure. <gasps> I know. The former thief is very excited yeah. about this. <laughs> Also, there's something over there. Don't worry about it, though. I thought it was Luca. I'm uh, pretty sure it's not anymore. You hear a splash in the water. <laughs> Do you look at the splash? Yeah. You hear... <gasps> oh. Oh. oh, wow. Luca! Hey, Pearl, wow. This is this is deep down in there as you're hey, looking Luca. at... Hey, yeah? Luca. Hey, Luca. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love the comments. Love the commentary. Me too, me too. I was there with you. Swim. <laughs> hey, Luca. Hey, Luca. Hey, Toofus. Hey, ah. Toofus. Swim. As you... Toofy, Toofy. Swim, Betty, swim. As you are preoccupied looking at Luca over in the water, out of the corner of your eye, you see the serpentine figure lunge towards you into the light. Roll initiative. With initiative rolled, Pearl, you are up first. Oh, wow. Pokedex scan, Pokedex scan, Pokedex scan. You see this blue serpentine creature oh. lunging forth at you. Pokedex scan. Don't tell me it's too dark and we can't read it. This is not the time. Pearl, you scan this blue and white serpentine Pokemon with your Pokedex as no. it is lunging no. toward you no. and Coconut. Mm-mm, mm-mm. As it lunges into this area of light, you scan it with the Pokedex, and it says, Dratini, the dragon Pokemon, 
Long considered a mythical Pokemon until recently when a small colony was found living underwater. How recent? Details! Pretty recently, apparently. Oh my goodness! Okay, um, it's adorable, actually. It's kind of cute. And um, Pearl sees it when she sees it, she goes, Oh! You're kind of cute! <laughs> it makes a sound. Oh, okay. I kind of want to pet you now. <laughs> um, and she will Thundershock. Thundershock, okay. Roll to hit against this dragon Pokemon. <laughs> Whatever you were thinking it might have been, it's, it's much cuter here in the light. Ooh, I'm breathing easier. <laughs> okay, you're adorable. Do you know where the treasure is? Nine. <laughs> Nine will miss. Okay. As that ends your turn. The Dratini, as it seems to be sort of trying to protect its habitat, it is not used to intruders down here, Aww. goes to wrap coconut. Okay. That is only a two, which even with with stuff will not hit as coconut jumps out of the way of the Dratini as its snake-like body just kind of crumples on the ground and it you know resets itself and its little head rises up. It's just got this little like little round nubbin on its face and these little fins on the sides of its head. I thought you were gonna eat me! Just its big purple eyes look at you for a second before refocusing on coconut. Your turn. <laughs> um, let's try a quick attack. Okay. And then thunder wave. 14 for quick attack. Will just barely hit. 14 is its AC. Huh. Not too much damage. Two. Two points of damage. <laughs> Coconut's stunned by its cuteness, too. And it goes and it's like, just gives it a little pat. It's just a little stop it. Yeah, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> it kind of wants to be its friend. <laughs> that is a nine, so it will not save. The Dratini is paralyzed. Aww. As the thunder wave makes contact, the crackling energy is uh, on the Dratini. It seems to stiffen up its little serpentine body. Uh, Luca, meanwhile, is just swimming toward the shore with Tufus. Like, oh, oh, Pearl, get that. Get that thing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah? It's adorable. Yeah. It's so cute. It is then the Dratini's turn, who, even though it is uh, currently stiffened, just it's purple eyes glow for a moment as even though you are in this cavern underground, uh, a slight breeze picks up and a twister attack comes what? for coconut. Okay, you're also really powerful. That is a 17. And that is six points of dragon type damage. Ooh. Yeah, the Dratini was able to move on its turn, but it's going to roll a d4 now at the end of its turn. The Dratini rolled a four. The Dratini is no longer paralyzed wow. from its shed skin ability. It is then your turn. Pearl's like really getting distracted looking into its eyes. And like Seely also is like, I know, I think this could be a really cute new friend, Seely. Okay, um, we're going to quick attack and thundershock again. Okay, roll to hit with that quick attack. That's a 19. Hits. Three points of damage. Three points of damage to the Dratini. Thankfully, I rolled high. It's a 24. 24 will hit with a Thundershock. 22. 22 points of electric damage? Yeah, I rolled as high as I could. Wowza. Halved to 11 as Dratini resists electric-type moves. Okay, this isn't going as well as I thought it would. Coco, please focus. 
I know you want to play. It is then the Dratini's turn as it goes to use Twister once again. Sucks Coconut up into the vortex. An 18 will hit as Coconut takes 13 points of dragon damage. Coco! (laughs) (laughs) As Coconut's getting Wizard of Oz right now. As the Dratini seems to be having a fun time (laughs) causing mischief upon Coconut. Oh, yeah. Okay, Coconut, just try to land a sweet kiss. Ooh, okay. That is a natural one. Yes. Coconut. In a twister, it just like aerial. Coconut comes out of the twister and then flies down and like dive bomb just. Lays a smacks a big one. Lays a big one on the Dratini. The Dratini is confused. <laughs> and then we'll do quick attack real quick. Cool. Again, a kiss and then a stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Um, that's a 15. Yep, hits. Okay. Oh, this is a seven. Seven points of damage. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, it seems like you are definitely uh, making progress. But then it is the Dratini's turn once more, as it's just going to go to give Coconut just a big hug and wrap him. Aww, but first it's going to see if she can do anything from the confusion. Yes, we'll be able to attack. Wow, this thing is just able to. Oh, do I need to roll for how long they are confused? Yes, roll for roll for how many rounds? Ah, uh, just one. Okay, just the one. So that so, was cute. That was fun. The confusion ends. <laughs> that is another 18 total. Five points of damage, and Coconut is wrapped. Loving it. So at the beginning of your turn, Coconut can try to make a strength save to get out. And that's what we shall do. Um, that's a seven. Coconut is still wrapped by the Dratini. <laughs> Coconut loves it. Coconut is having a grand all time. He's like, love scrolls. <laughs> can it do anything? He can still, like, try to attack or whatever. He's just uh, currently grappled. Okay. I think he'll try another sweet kiss and a quick attack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the quick attack will be a disadvantage. The sweet that. kiss. Oh, wow. I literally rolled the same thing. Oh, that's funny. The sweet kiss, that is only an 11 on the save. Uh, my DC's 14, though. Okay, DC 14. Uh, the Dratini does not save then, so Dratini becomes confused. For one round. For one round. <laughs> one round and one round only. Um, I, it was a 14 for quick attack. 14 is its AC. Yay. Okay, uh, six. Nice. Uh, the Dratini is looking looking pretty roughed up as uh, it and Coconut have both been trading blows. Okay. But really, like, it's just been a patty cake. I know. that <laughs> It's a patty cake fight. It's just a rough patty cake. Yeah, with a little twister in the middle. Just a little, you know, really rough house and play date. Yeah. <laughs> but that is its turn. Let's see if the Dratini can do anything from the confusion. Yes, natural 20 breaks the confusion. Which oh, it, oh, my goodness. Well, I can't pull anything past you. But that was only a three, so that's an eight to try to do another twister. Uh, which will not work, but gets to automatically do damage from the wrap since oh, Coconut's wow. still wrapped. Okay. So that's another five points of normal damage from the wrap. This little guy is strong. And that is Dratini's turn. Pro would like to do a nature check. Okay. To discern what? To discern if it has like a little Dratini mommy and a Dratini daddy in the water somewhere. Like if it's alone? Yeah. I don't know that you can make a nature check in, in the battle for that. Okay, fine, fine. I would like a nature check on its nature, then. It's nature? 
Okay, go ahead and roll that nature check then. DC 17. 21. 21. Uh, seems to be quite the hardy Dratini. Ooh, okay, cool. It's, it's serpentine bodies is quite thick. Okay, thank you. I imagine it's like one of those um, really memory foam pillows, and that's why like coconut doesn't kind of want to get out of this this grapple. I know, it's like, it's it's a very cuddly dragon. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do one more round of sweet kiss and quick attack. Okay, so you used your bonus action for the nature check, so yeah. just you just get the sweet kiss. Okay, I can live with that. That is only a five on the save, so once again, the Dratini is confused. Okay, little buddy. Oh, you're confused for two rounds. Okay, so on Dratini's turn, only rolls a six, so cannot do anything from the confusion. Great, we're going to do a quick attack. That's a 12. 12 does miss, though. Ah! Because that 14 AC. Okay, and it's still confused. It is still confused, so you'll have advantage on the roll to try to catch it. Okay, I'm going to catch it. Cool, what ball are you using? I mean, Pearl could jump into the water and use a dive ball. This is technically an underwater encounter. Okay, great, then I will definitely use a dive ball. You're technically, since you were swimming around underwater, and this is just the encounter that I decided to make it because you rolled what you rolled, uh, you will still get the applicable bonus to the dive ball. Okay, she jumps into some water real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Jump into the water and chucks the ball from there. Come on, Bessie. We need this cute little buddy on our team. It's 35. 35. Silly, do you love it? I do too. Come on, Bessie. And she throws the ball. Nice. You throw the ball. And as this Dratini has coconut wrapped up, it is still confused and kind of swaying back and forth a little bit. It's a little purple eyes are a little crossed right now. But you toss this dive ball, uh, which hits the Dratini and sucks it up as coconut falls to the ground. I think that uh, he just catches the little dive ball. And in coconut's little hands, the ball shakes once, shakes twice, shakes a third time. And with a 35? With 35, it clicks. Yay! <laughs> A little rusty, yeah. I know. We gotta keep get back into the morning training regimen. You have caught this Dratini as Luke is now on the shore as well. He's like, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. Pearl, do you know th- how rare those are? Uh, it's really rare because they're so cute, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You know how the guy in the store was talking about how there's dragons and stuff around here? Wait, 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 wait. I kind of thought he was making that stuff up. Wait, wait, I've wait. never really thought that that was actually a real thing. This little buddy's going to turn into a dragon? I, it's a dragon already. What? That's a dragon-type Pokemon. Whoa. We have the cuddliest dragon, Sealy. <laughs> and can we pull it out really quick of the Pokeball? Yeah, you bring the Dratini out of the Pokeball. Oh, we got to play with it for like a solid three minutes. <laughs> we just have to. She is still in the playful mood uh, now that she is out of the Pokeball. And it's a girl! Yeah, the Dratini, uh, which was playful already, it just seemed as though it was a very rough sort of playful. Uh, but this Dratini uh, is, is happy to play now that you have caught her. She plays with Coconut and Seely. Okay, Pearl gets like a little bit of guilt real quick. And she wants to just, while, the, while, her, while her Pokemon are playing and like acclimating, you know, cuddly sweet little Dratini. She wants to double check and make sure there's not like a big mommy Dratini or a big daddy Dratini like saying, I'll tell you! <laughs> this is our home! Go ahead and make a survival check. Okay. Ten. With a ten, you do not see anything here. 
as you're looking around. There is no other movement in this cavern that you can find. But as you look around, you do come across in the same way that Dratini used its shed skin ability to get rid of the uh, paralysis. You see a much longer bit of skin that seemed as though it was uh, shed from a, a larger sort of serpent than the Dratini that you have caught. Probably a sibling. Or, or. Can I can like can Pearl find its little home? Yeah, I think that as you're looking around in here, this little cavern is the Dratini's home. And as you're looking around, you have high passive perception. You do find not pirate treasure, but there is some stuff in here. Oh, okay, cool. What do we find? <laughs> First of all, the Dratini. I haven't sent it to you yet in the little app, but it has the held item dragon scale. Ooh. It likes math. likes <laughs> to measure things. The dragon scale was on the Dratini. And then also you see a little area that seems as though it was its tiny dragon horde. Yeah, there we go. Uh, various coins and other sort of trash and stuff. Yeah. Uh, things that have washed through the tunnels and come here. There's like some old rebreather filters nice. and things like that. So that, that is definitely treasure in her mind. Yeah. Whoa, coconut, look at this. Is this your little treasure pile? She <laughs> says to the Dratini. <laughs> Whoa! And we start looking around and like showing it off and stuff. In the little treasure pile in this Dratini's little hoard, you find uh, amongst the trash and whatnot, uh, there is also 250 worth of, of pokey. Whoa! And then there is also a pearl. Oh, fitting. And a mystic water. Whoa. It looks like this sort of blue sapphire gem sort of thing. Um, I like to imagine the Dratini, get, we, like, I lay down a little bandana, and the Dratini pushes all its treasure into the bandana, uh-huh. and we give it that little, like, little hobo pouch. A little bindle? Yeah. A little hobo bindle? Yeah, we give it a little bindle. Fantastic. The Dratini cannot carry the bindle because it does not have arms or hands. Seely helps. <laughs> Seely <laughs> Seely, like, tries bindle. to set it up, like, four times, and then the Dratini just finally pushes it with its nose. Like, <laughs> you you take it. <laughs> nice. So you you have that stuff now. Okay, I think this Dratini's good to come with us, guys. Yeah. I think it's at peace. I, I think so. I, it, see, it seems all good. Um, Pearl gives it a little squeeze. You squeeze the Dratini. Okay, guys, you got your bindle, little Dratini? <laughs> Maybe Fettuccini's your name. <laughs> Dratini, Fettuccini... Oh, that's pretty cute. Ah. Okay, I gotta think about it. I gotta think about it. I gotta sleep on it. Okay, uh, I think we go back and we swim. Great. I don't take any of Dratini's treasure. That's Dratini's treasure. Okay. Okay. Maybe one day I will ask for Dratini's permission to use that treasure. Gotcha. But uh, that is Dratini's treasures. Nice. But so with that, do you leave the cave? Yeah. Cool. That was way less scarier than I was prepared for, Seely. <laughs> or, or. Geronimo! She jumps in the pool. So as you are getting ready to leave the cavern, are you swapping out? Like, are you transferring any of your current Pokemon? Are you just sending off the new ones since you've caught the Golette and Eevee and now Dratini? I think I'm just going to keep the team as is and anybody new is going to go transfer. Like, I can't wait to use them. Don't get me wrong. 
but they're I'm, all in pretty rough shape right now. <laughs> valid. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, like you know, the golem got KO'd, and you know, Evie had like a hit point left. Oh wow. Yeah. No, no, no. They're gonna go get healed, and you know, I want to make sure that you know they have time to acclimate. Yeah, you'll send them off to the professors, and you know they'll they'll heal them up, and you can check back in in the morning. Perhaps. What I would give just for one episode of the professors' reactions. <laughs> of the things wow, that you catch. It's 4 a.m. Why is Pearl still up? Why did this just come in? <laughs> it's like Miguel on the night shift of like, what? what is, oh, oh my. Yeah. Oh my, oh, okay, 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 all right then. <laughs> busy, busy. Wow. Well, all right. <laughs> and you dive into the water. You swim back through the tunnel and get back up to the uh, the Swiss cheese tunnels, as it were. And where do you go from there? Do you want to keep on going, or do you feel like you've sufficiently explored these tunnels to your content? What do you I want to do? I feel good, but she gives some hand signals to Luca to see what he wants. He gives a thumbs up. Okay, we swim up. Great. You swim up and pop out of uh, one of these little bodies of water, these little puddles that are uh, scattered across the shore of the Misty Isle. And you pop up, and once again, you are back in the forest, in the mist. And what do you want to do? Well, Luca, I think we've almost pulled an all-nader. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty late. It's I'm pretty I and Penn, and um, this is really going to mess me up for the rest of the week. Yeah, that coffee wearing off. Yeah, just a little bit. I think we should save our energy and swim home. Yeah, I I think that's fair. I think that's a good idea. Cool. She eats a, uh, like an energy bar. <laughs> you too. You eat some more of the dragon candies. Yeah. <laughs> and she takes care of Celie, you know, gives gives her some food too. Yeah. <laughs> you've been doing great. I know you've really missed swimming. I miss doing the laps. <laughs> and you all swim back to shore? Yeah. Great. You swim to the northern shore of Parasol Village. Uh, as you come out on the shore, you see more of these uh, large... As you come up, it looks as though they actually are large uh, mushrooms growing from the sand uh, that are shaped very much like umbrellas that are popping out of there, but just that naturally grow there on the oh, shore. Parasol, got yeah. it. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the shore is scattered with those. Uh, seems as though beachgoers don't have to bring their own beach umbrellas most of the time. Nice. Yeah. Oscar loves these things. Oh, my gosh. He's all about it. He thinks they're so cool. He gives one a hug when he uh, thinks no one's looking. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the parasols on the beach do match the sort of aesthetic of the cottages and everything. It seems as though they modeled those off of the beach. But you all hop off, and actually, since the lake house is right there on the lake, you head back to the cottage. Pearl gives a, a look to the island and says, Nice one, Nick. You see the tiniest, tiniest glow way, way back in the fog. Hey, Luca. Yeah. I'm going to need one more personal day. That sounds about right. I think my face is the size of a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> It's still pretty tender. As you're walking back to the house, make a perception check. 16. With a 16, as you approach, you, you go up to the door. Luca pulls out his keys and goes to unlock it. And he says, that's weird. I could have sworn I locked this before we left. And that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, I don't like that. Don't do that to me. Don't do that to the listeners. <laughs> no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Can we keep playing?
Are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners. Podicon Go is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit podicongo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N Go. It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go. Thank you for listening to Postcards from Paul and Chris Campy Jr.